Have you seen this? Cronenberg's 2014 critique of Hollywood or a movie about a weird girl? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right. Have you seen this? The world's only podcast about obscure, overlooked, and misbegotten media. All discussions will be spoiler heavy. You have been warned. Uh, how did we come to this? Because I know that because I... Because we're of two minds about this. If you will. Um right. <laughs> No, I remember you showed me some of this movie, and I don't quite remember why. I don't remember why either. Was uh... it Julianne Moore? Like, Julianne I mean, Moore I could, is really fucking good in this? It probably was because she plays such a, a I don't want to say Cunt. singular, but such a particular character. A They're cunt. like, oh, she's so good. I hate this woman. The she's so awful. The world's biggest cunt. Right. Yeah, the world's biggest hole, Jen. <laughs> but it's <laughs> a nice hole. Word. Yeah, she still has nice holes. Yeah, a guy uh, like this Robert is the Pattinson character talking. can appreciate her holes. Right, yeah. So she is... She perfectly embodies a certain kind of actress, just um, flighty and needy. And uh, and before Jen, before you even asked us to get ahead of this, yes, obviously, despite everything, uh, I would. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Exactly. That's what, maybe it's the familiarity. It's maybe there's just something that I miss where I'm like, yeah, I, I remember those days. Being if, around this insufferable person. If you were driving Julianne Moore's character somewhere in a hired Lincoln town car, and she started mm -hmm. asking you, uh, you know, very personal questions about your girl, your casual uh -huh. girlfriend, you know, does she keep the gloves on when you fuck her or whatever? Uh -huh. Like, would you then rail the shit out of her in the back seat in her driveway? Yeah, I would drive that into a ditch. Like, I wouldn't <laughs> even hesitate. I just unbuckle my seatbelt. And just push off the floorboards right into the back seat. <laughs> After that, you know, Jesus take the wheel at that point. Uh, Bringing to mind another Cronenberg film, Crash, which we covered right. uh, in an earlier episode. You know, funny oh, thing about... Oh, it's a beautiful film. Funny thing, great film. Funny thing about the yeah. hired car scene is, uh, you know, when we do these movies, I always take a cursory look at the IMDb, IMDb page for the movie. Mm -hmm. Taking everything with a grain of salt because, you know, there's some... There's some suspect shit on IMDb. It's kind of like uh, Wikipedia, except you don't need to link to a source, which makes okay. it even more sus. Um, and the first bit of trivia for today's movie, uh, Maps to the Stars from 2014, mm -hmm. directed by David Cronenberg, is this. Uh, oh, no, this, is, this isn't trivia. This is under goofs. Okay. When Jerome is driving Havana, they are in a long wheelbase L version of the Lincoln Town Car. When they've arrived at her house and are having sex in the back, they are in a standard wheelbase version. It has a shorter quarter glass section in the rear door window. Yeah, that was the point where the movie lost me. Two of 11 people found this interesting. <laughs> I, hey, you know, real Carfax, just post that there. They'll appreciate it. As Mike would say, I sure hope someone got fired for that blunder. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're being glib about a movie which I really kind of loved because it's 
very cold and fucked up, just like a Cronenberg film ought to be. Just, yeah, just the way you like it. And there was a point when I was watching it when I felt nausea, but it was a kind of mental nausea. Okay. Like, very cerebral. Right, yeah. I mean, Cronenberg you know, has a reputation for body horror, but apart from a burn victim in there, there isn't a whole lot of that. There's people who are... I'm going to blow your mind, man. There are people who are fucked up on the inside. <laughs> and yet, it's in spite of the... Maybe the, uh, the coldness and detachment of a Cronenberg film, his shit still rings true. And yeah. when he takes aim at Hollywood... Uh, there's a lot that you recognize in it, if you know anything about Hollywood, if you spend any time in, in certain parts of yeah, L.A. Yeah, that is, that is definitely the, the Julianne Moore character, who is a standout in this, because, yeah, she just definitely brings to mind a particular type of person, a particular type of actress. Um, just, uh, I don't know, needy, insecure, just a, a bundle of problems. Mm-hmm actresses of what why am i uh, why am i dividing it up like it's it's that that's it um yeah there are uh there's another uh point that i wanted to bring up because there are a lot of great characters a lot of great actors in this um a lot of great acting um the one thing that i want to say too is is that this movie is because it brings her up to enough to the point where she makes a cameo it's kind of about carrie fisher but not yeah in a way it you know that that you could read it that way. Yeah, it's sort of the the it's the story about the fucked up daughter of a more famous and a more successful actress because that's Julianne Moore's character in this and mm -hmm. um fittingly enough Carrie Fisher the person is the inciting incident in this movie. Yeah, and appears as herself. Right. Rest yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, doing her thing. I think she might um, even have had her dog with her. Yes. Yeah, the, there's a dog in the scene that she's in. Um, and that ties to um, the, I, I guess, the protagonist, um, Agatha, who's the aforementioned burned girl, um, because she is also the, kind of the um, fail son, fail daughter of this you know, successful um, uh, Hollywood power couple of, the, uh, of a self-help guru, guru charlatan. And his wife and their child actor son, who is a piece of shit. Right. So we've kind of established the uh, dramatis persona here. I, I mentioned that because, like I said, it's about Carrie Fisher, but not. And I'm kind of wondering, like, where did this come from? Like, where did this idea, where did this story, like, what was the thing that it's trying to address? And I want to say it's sort of uh, abstractly based on just the, the Carrie Fisher notion of being <laughs> being the fucked up daughter of of success i guess because that's what we have we have two versions of that hey you can't listen to this if you want to hear the rest of this episode you gotta head on over to patreon.com slash have you seen this and for only five dollars a month you'll get the rest of this episode plus one more every month plus over 50 other patron-only episodes. Find the deep cuts for only $5 a month at patreon.com slash have you seen this. Link is in the description.